Welcome to Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm Heidi, certified hypnotist and mindset coach, and in this podcast, I'm breaking down my secret code for midlife success. Are you trying to overcome people-pleasing behaviors, navigating divorce, living in debilitating self-doubt, or something else keeping you stuck? You're in the right place. I know that you're ready to get to the next level of your life feeling happy and fulfilled, so let's get started. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm so happy you're here. Do you sacrifice your own interests and wants to keep the peace or make others happy? If so, stay tuned. In this episode, we're going to explore how stress can stack up even higher if you're someone who's usually willing to compromise your own needs and desires in order to accommodate the preferences and wishes of others. I'll be talking about how some behaviors peacekeepers or people pleasers have that compound holiday stress. And by the way, I'll be using peacekeeper and people pleaser interchangeably. And at the end of the episode, I'll give you a method called HALT that's used to break unhealthy cycles, like the cycle of living in a stressed state. The great thing is, this is a simple tool you can use in any area of your life, whether you want to stop binge eating, mindlessly scrolling social media, or to figure out why you suddenly feel frustrated or snappy. Let's jump right in. The added stress of the holidays can heighten our reactions to things and people. Add in a dose of the hustle and bustle and additional spending, and it's easy for stress to spiral out of control. Add on top of that the idea that things have to be perfect and wanting everyone to be happy, which is what happens with people pleasers, and you have a couple of months filled with additional stress. You might be thinking that everyone has the same kind of stress during the holidays, but people who don't consistently put everyone ahead of themselves or try to keep the peace, I'll call them non-people pleasers, They tend to have a more balanced and manageable approach to the holidays, which ultimately allows them to enjoy the season without as much overwhelm and exhaustion. Let's look at some of the areas and thought patterns that are different between the peacekeeper and the non-people pleaser. Listen and see which one you resonate with more. And notice how stress is always heightened for the peacekeepers in these examples that I'm giving you. The first area is how the two groups of people handle commitments. Non-people pleasers are more comfortable setting clear boundaries and saying no when necessary to protect their time and energy. This helps them from overcommitting. But people pleasers or peacekeepers often struggle to set boundaries because they want to maintain harmony and avoid disappointing anyone. They find it challenging to say no to requests or invitations, even when they don't want to attend. This leads to overcommitting and taking on too much. They end up with a jam-packed schedule, causing stress as they try to fulfill multiple obligations and meet everyone's expectations. What adds even more stress to this is the guilt of having to renege on a previously accepted invitation. Oh my gosh, if you've had to tell someone no after you already said yes, you know how much guilt can come up. 
The second area is around confrontation or conflict. As we all know, most of us have that relative that can cause the hair on the back of our neck to rise. And the holidays is a time when we may end up not being able to avoid that person and their confrontational behavior. Non-people pleasers are more likely to address conflicts with people like this openly and assertively, but peacekeepers tend to avoid confrontations at all cost. They think it's the only way to maintain peace, but avoiding conflict only results in unexpressed needs and unresolved issues that just build over time. This essentially is sacrificing inner peace to maintain outer peace, or the illusion of outer peace anyway. How does each group handle expectations? Non-people pleasers tend to have more realistic expectations for themselves and others during the holidays, recognizing that perfection is not necessary. But people-pleasers set super high expectations on themselves because they want to ensure a peaceful and perfect holiday season, which only leads to stress when things don't go exactly as planned. The fourth area is how each handles their emotions. Non-people-pleasers tend to prioritize their own emotional well-being and may openly express their emotions or seek support when needed. But people-pleasers often have a strong sense of empathy, which can be a virtue, but it has its challenges, especially during the holiday season. It's not unusual for them to feel responsible for the emotional well-being of others and do what they can to make sure everybody is content. They go to great lengths to suppress their own needs and emotions in order to focus on the happiness of others. This constant absorption of others' emotions and energy is exhausting, and it leads to increased stress and overwhelm. On top of that is the resentment that builds from trying to be everything to everyone and then feeling as though their efforts to please others aren't reciprocated or appreciated. And the final area is how each prioritizes their own needs and self-care. Non-people-pleasers prioritize their own well-being and self-care practices throughout the year, and they understand the importance of taking time for themselves and making themselves a priority, even during the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. This means they allocate time for activities that help them relax and recharge, whether it's through physical activities, meditation, reading, or simply just having moments of silence, sitting on the couch. This is just normal for them to take this time for themselves. By prioritizing themselves, their own well-being, non-people pleasers create this buffer against potential stress that comes with the holidays. Their solid self-care practice empowers them to navigate the holiday season with a more positive mindset, making it easier to manage any challenges that come up. Even if they slack a bit by overindulging or not getting enough sleep during the holidays, it doesn't hit them as hard because they didn't start out with an empty tank. Those of us who have struggled with peacekeeping can take a lesson from those that don't. It's easy for people-pleasers to neglect self-care and ignore their own personal well-being. 
I'll tell you more about why that is when we come back from a short 60-second break. Are you ready for an unforgettable holiday challenge? The 12 Days of Stressmas is back! It's unlike any other challenge and is the easiest, non-challenging challenge you'll ever do. It'll take place in my private Facebook group, Mastering Midlife with Heidi, and to participate, all you do is take five minutes out of your day to watch a video I'll be sharing in the group. Each day, I'll talk about a surprising way you might be adding stress to your life, and I'll provide practical tips and insights on how to find more peace. That's easy, right? But wait, there's more. By sharing your takeaways or ahas in the comments of each video, you'll have the chance to win cash prizes, relaxation audios, and exclusive coaching. So mark your calendars for the first Monday of December and get ready to join me in this fun, eye-opening challenge. The 12 Days of Stressmas is an easy way to prioritize you this holiday season. Oh yeah, 12 Days of Stressmas is free unless you want to join the VIP section where you'll get exclusive live coaching and the chance for additional prizes. The challenge link is in the episode description. Go claim your spot now for holiday peace and calm. I look forward to seeing you there. Welcome back. As I was saying, it's easy for people pleasers to neglect self-care and ignore their well-being because they've been taught and conditioned that others come first. For some people, it's not just a virtue to prioritize others. It feels like a requirement. This deeply ingrained behavior pattern can be especially pronounced during the holidays when the pressure to make everyone happy and create a perfect, harmonious atmosphere is magnified. The problem with a people pleaser neglecting their own well-being during the holidays is that essentially they're adding this neglect to an already almost empty tank. In other words, their emotional and physical reserves are running on fumes due to the continued efforts to accommodate and please others throughout the year. They go into the holiday season already nearly depleted. And then the stress of the holiday season, with its added demands and expectations, can completely wipe out their reserves. Are you a non-people pleaser or the peacekeeper? My guess is if you're listening to this episode, you resonate more with the peacekeeper. And I hear you and I get it. For years, I stressed over doing all the things and buying all the right gifts, making sure everything was right for everyone. And because I procrastinated, it made the stress so much worse. I kept going until I just couldn't go anymore. And then I was exhausted and crabby with my friends and family because I had depleted myself trying to make everything perfect. I found myself reacting very irrationally at times, I might add. On top of that, I would feel so much guilt afterwards for not being present and for being snappy and short-fused with people. This caused the negative self-talk to get out of control, and I would beat myself up every time for being irritable with friends and family and for being so reactionary, most times to things completely out of my control. Sometimes it was with words that I didn't mean, or sometimes I would have an emotional meltdown. Hello, how is this keeping things peaceful? 
These meltdowns would leave the other person wondering what happened to what they thought was the real Heidi, the one who's always so nice and caring and sweet, concerned with other people's happiness. And then when the holiday season was over, I felt regret because once again it came and went, and all my perfectionism and people-pleasing didn't allow me to really enjoy it. If only I'd had this method called HALT back then, I could have turned things around because this technique would have had me look at some very basic areas to see where I was neglecting myself. I could have quickly seen where I needed to take action to course correct, find a gas station, so to speak, and get the needle off of E. HALT stands for hungry, angry, lonely, tired. I get it. Very simple, basic things. But how often, as the people-pleasing peacekeeper, do we overlook our own very basic needs? I'll answer that most of the time. Think of a kid if their needs aren't getting met in one of these four areas. They're not getting fed properly or not getting enough sleep. They're upset about something that happened and aren't allowed to process it out loud. Or they're being ignored or feeling left out. They are not a happy kid. We as adults are the exact same way. Why do we think our basic needs change just because we're older? Imagine your car being on empty, running on fumes. You know you only have a couple more miles left in you before you're at a complete stop. And you're stressed, wondering if the fumes will get you to the gas station. But what if you had taken the time to fill your car up before it got close to empty? This is what the HALT method allows you to do. Halting and taking a moment for some self-awareness acts like refueling. It can prevent the stress that comes with navigating the holidays on an already low tank as a recovering people pleaser. It's about recognizing the importance of taking care of yourself so that you can get through the season with a full tank ready to handle whatever comes your way. Using this acronym allows you to make sure you're not adding to your stress by ignoring these basic aspects. HALT is basically a stop sign to tell you to stop what you're doing and think about these key elements of your well-being. It also points to harmful habits that you've developed. HALT stands for Hungry, Angry, Lonely, Tired. So two physical areas, hunger and tiredness, and two emotional areas, anger and loneliness. If you're noticing you're frustrated, snappy, irritable, resentful, anything that's zapping the joy from you, ask yourself these questions using the HALT acronym. Hunger. Am I taking time to eat? Am I eating nutritious meals that fuel me and not just grabbing something on the go because it's fast and easy? Also, am I eating because I'm feeling something yucky and I'm dealing with it by reaching for comfort foods? Know your body and what works best for you. For me, a high-carb breakfast gets me off on the wrong foot. The sugar makes me irritable and gives me a short fuse, setting me up for not handling stress well. Anger. Anger is a feeling that comes usually as the result of an unmet need. There's nothing wrong with feeling angry. It's when you ignore it that it becomes a problem. If you're someone who says or thinks they don't get angry, ask yourself this. Is there something I'm feeling resentful about right now? 
Resentment is basically anger in disguise. It's a feeling that builds over time. Resentment typically happens when you feel you've been wronged or treated unfairly, but because you don't voice it, it lasts and builds beyond the initial incident. It can be a feeling of bitterness and even a sense of wanting to get revenge. So resentment is an enduring form of anger. It's not just the emotional reaction to a specific event, but it's also the lingering negative feelings that persist. Are you quickly cleaning up these toxic things in your life as they happen, or are you ignoring them and stuffing them down? Doing the latter causes resentment, which is sure to boil up at the most inopportune times, like the holidays when you're with family and someone triggers you. Take the necessary steps to work on your anger and resentment so it's not lurking in the shadows, adding extra stress. The next point is loneliness. This feeling can occur when you're alone or even in a group of people. Yes, it's possible to feel lonely surrounded by friends. Loneliness is actually a feeling of disconnection. And sometimes we actually create loneliness for ourselves by isolating because of the fear of being misunderstood or judged. Ask yourself, am I withdrawing from people to avoid potential situations because I'm afraid I'll be judged or misunderstood? Even not speaking up can leave us feeling lonely because we lose the sense of connection from giving ourselves the chance of being heard and understood. I was in a marriage for 16 and a half years before I realized I felt very lonely. I see now a big part of that was from me not speaking up, and therefore he and I were completely disconnected. I didn't even give him the chance to hear and understand the real me. If you're feeling lonely, make the time to connect with someone close to you, someone you trust to hold space for you and to hear you. Sometimes simply talking about what you're feeling will lift the disconnected feeling. Staying in this place of disconnection can make us reach for things that are numbing, wine, food, substances, TV binging, social media, which only will amplify the loneliness and add stress to our lives. And the last area is tiredness. Am I ignoring how tired I am because there's so much to do? Not taking time to rest will take a toll on your body and mind. And when you're depleted from always being busy, you react and snap at situations that you normally wouldn't when you're rested and relaxed. Doing what you can to stick to a normal nighttime routine is best, and don't diminish the benefits of a short cat nap. Even just quieting your mind with a walk, relaxing music, or a short meditation will add energy back into your day. At the holidays, it's especially important to be vigilant about your self-care first. The HALT method is a quick way to ensure you're focusing on some key elements that can take some stress out of your holidays and make them a time you look forward to connecting with your loved ones. The elements of HALT are also key in overcoming the people-pleaser-peacekeeper cycle. Ask yourself, Am I hungry, angry, lonely, tired, and take care of anywhere you answered yes? And this goes for any time of the year. 
I know it can be easy to slip back into old people-pleasing and peacekeeping patterns, especially when we're run down, drained in some way. And with the added stress the holidays can bring, neglecting these four areas can have detrimental consequences. It can lead to burnout and illness, along with strained relationships and a weakened sense of being able to cope. I'll leave you with this question. Ask yourself, what am I committed to? Am I committed to maintaining harmony and keeping the peace? Or am I committed to prioritizing me this year and setting boundaries for myself and on myself that allow me to navigate the holiday season with a full tank? Take a moment to reflect on how you want your holidays and beyond to look. What you imagine is what will be your reality because you have the choice to make it so. Imagining how you want it to be will clarify your priorities and guide your actions. This ensures that what you commit to aligns with what you want as your outcome. One of the easiest ways to reduce stress is to ask for help. This could be with the dishes, the shopping, the cooking, or sorting through your thoughts and emotions. If you find this is a time of year you dread because of the stress you ultimately find yourself in during or the regret you find yourself in after, reach out to me. I can help you look forward to the holidays again. And if you want to learn some ways your people-pleasing might be adding stress to your life, register yourself in the Stress Must Challenge. Thanks for listening. If you heard something in this episode that clicked and know the exact friend that it will click with too, I'd love for you to share it with them. Because when we grow and expand and help others do the same, the world becomes a better place. And until the next episode, remember that no one or no thing can steal your peace. Talk to you soon. Thank you for spending time with me today. To continue on your journey of mastering midlife, click the link in the description to download my free guide, 20 Ways to Say No Without Feeling Guilty. See you in the next episode.